Good morning for Friday, February 12, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Clinton challenges Sanders' agenda. With a faint chirp, scientists prove Einstein correct. And last occupier in rural Oregon is coaxed out. In today's national headlines, long in Clinton's corner, blacks notice Sanders. Lawmakers' hedge fund intrudes on his day job, and five held in scheme tied to fatal East Village gas explosion. In today's business headlines, the Dow was down 254 and a half yesterday. Markets fears central banks are hindering growth, and as rivals rise, Pandora is said to consider a sale. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Milwaukee. Clinton challenges Sanders' agenda. Written by Amy Chozik and Patrick Healy. Hillary Clinton, scrambling to recover from her double-digit defeat in the New Hampshire primary, repeatedly challenged Bernie Sanders' trillion-dollar policy plans at their presidential debate on Thursday night and portrayed him as a big talker who needed to level with voters about the difficulty of accomplishing his agenda. Foreign affairs also took on unusual prominence as Clinton sought to underscore her experience to be commander-in-chief while Sanders excoriated her judgment on Libya and Iraq. But Clinton was on the offensive as well, seizing an opportunity to talk about leaders whom she had admired and bashing Sanders' past criticisms of President Obama, a remark that Sanders called a low blow. With tensions between the two Democrats becoming increasingly obvious, the debate was full of new lines of attack from Clinton, who faces pressure to puncture Sanders' growing popularity before the Nevada caucuses and the South Carolina primary. Clinton is wagering that even voters excited by Sanders' inspiring message will reconsider their support when they learn of his lack of experience in foreign policy and his vague explanations for how he'll pay for his expansive government programs. Clinton pounced from the start, after Sanders demurred in saying how much his proposals would increase the size of the federal government, She stepped in and said that by economist estimates, the government would grow by 40% under Sanders, and rather than aggressively bashing him, as she did at their debate last Thursday, Clinton appeared to try to get under his skin by implying that he'd not been transparent about the cost of his programs, such as his proposed expansion of government health care. This is not about math. This is about people's lives, and we should level with the American people, Clinton said. Every progressive economist who has analyzed that say the numbers don't add up. She then repeated a jab at Sanders' reputation as a truth-teller that she would return to during the debate. We should level with the American people about what we can do to get quality affordable health care. I don't know what economist Secretary Clinton is talking to, Sanders responded, insisting that families could come out with savings. That is absolutely inaccurate. Sanders, who has exuded confidence since his New Hampshire win, raising more than $6 million in the 24 hours after the polls closed there, was more pointed and even belittled Clinton at points. 
He said bluntly that some of her attacks were wrong-headed and he was dismissive after Clinton talked about her plans to increase federal spending by about $100 billion a year. After Clinton responded to a question by saying, Once I'm in the White House, he began his next answer by saying, Secretary Clinton, you're not in the White House yet, drawing some murmurs and jeers.